Bitcoin Yamitators, episode 27, Josh Hornsby, my really good friend of about 16 years. Um, we have, we know each other pretty well, and uh, you can, you can tell throughout, we, there's a lot of, there's a lot of jokes, a lot of back and forth, and uh, we talked about comedy, and we talked about um, just everything, music, movies, I don't think we talked about music actually at all, movies. TV shows, uh, cartoons, um, a lot of, there's, there's a lot of good in here, and you guys are gonna hear it all, unless you stop listening during, which please, I mean, you'll, you'll get there, you'll, you'll get there, and, um, if, if you don't know the phrase, shadow hunters, nothing happens, by the end of this episode, or if you don't know it before this episode, you'll know it after, um, there's a board game called Shadow Hunters that we've played a bunch during our board game nights here, and uh, there's a card, there's a green card that you pass to other people to try and figure out what they are, and it says either take a damage or nothing happens, and then you like someone started saying nothing happens when they like would pass the card back to the person or back to the discard, and so Shadow Hunters nothing happens is a I started saying that a lot. And anyway, it's uh, I'm gonna start a hashtag with it. I already did today, um, with uh, on Twitter. So, at Dougathan, D O U G A T H A N. Um, Josh's Twitter is at Leper three sixty. Um, go on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, comment, rate on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, yeah, our apartment comedy show. Uh, I don't know if if it will or will not have uh, started back up by the time this comes out, but by this by the time this comes out, I'll be moved up to LA. Um, and yeah, just enjoy it, uh, yam it up, you know. You're an honest to goodness yam. Okay. Exactly. So this is it. Did you already start? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I tricked you. You didn't know I started. Ha. Did we start? Yeah. Hey, I tricked you. You didn't know we started. Ha. Right now? I tricked you. <laughs> oh, I guess I am tricked because I didn't even know we started. I can't tell that we started. Where's the like the big record giant red dot thing? There. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've known each other for a fucking long time. I mean, uh, I haven't done the math. I think it's like 16 years. August 98 98 mm-hmm. 98 16 years just about carry the one math we got this did we meet in math class yeah yeah you did the math there <laughs> uh, yeah we, we didn't do very good nope both years you taught me to gleek and for some reason it comes out in huge blobs for me uh, I think it's because I taught you that style, didn't I? The glob style instead of the real style? I don't know. Do you fold the tongue or do you scoop the basin? I start like this with the tongue just on the top of my mouth. And you squeeze it? I don't squeeze it. I, I like, pull back and then I, boom. Like, what? Yeah. Like you shoot a tongue torpedo? Yeah. Like, I, how I describe it kind of in my head is like... <laughs> I take the tongue, the tip of the tongue, I put it on the top of the roof of my mouth, and I kind of like bend it quickly back and down, and it kind of uses that gland to shoot out liquid. Yeah, mine, 
Mine, I'm like, He's shooting globs of spit everywhere. Yeah, that's my gleek attack. Oh, it's like a, what is it? Uh, like a hepatitis Gatling gun. <laughs> you can just prevent hepatitis by those Listerine strips, though. What? It's not proven. It's just a theory. <laughs> is it, I, your, I put is it, it your theory? I mean, I could have put a patent into... <laughs> The Listerine Company. I may have made, may have made a Wikipedia page about it. Maybe. I linked the Procter & Gamble website. <laughs> I don't know if they make Listerine. It's, they make everything, don't they? Pretty much everything. Um, so board games. I'm going to miss our board game nights once I, le- once I leave. Once so, I so you're going to try and set one up there and meet with strangers at their place? Yeah. Or at my place. There's pretty much... A, 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 much gonna have like way more room than I have now. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, no, there's not gonna be a lot of room. But oh, I'm gonna have everything more compacted around the edges of the room. You can try to use more vertical space instead of like just having everything spread out. Yeah, I'm gonna hang my computer on the wall. You know? <laughs> I was gonna do like upside down computer usage like astronauts do i'm gonna hang my piano on the wall too and just uh you know play it that way but but when i do play it i have to sit down so i'm like on my back and i'm playing it vertically like that i'm laying down looking up and then if it ever comes down crashing on me well that's my problem i mean you, you sit on it normal and they lift it up to the ceiling right you don't like just like <laughs> turn yourself upside down and float up gently and then lock yourself in and then play. No, I'm thinking I'm going to be laying down on the carpet. So, like, it's just above me on the carpet. Oh, so it's going to crush you and kill you. Yeah, it'll crush you oh, and kill okay. me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that'd be the saddest song you ever wrote. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> that'd be the shortest one, too. <laughs> <laughs> the real, real killer. Yep. A real, uh... Be a real sad note on that one. That would be that'd be a bad time to play Ebony and Ivory. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing for this one. Play me out, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how they actually used to use those hooks to drag people off stage. Yeah. And like the hook's not like a regular hook because if it was, it would just kill you. Like it would stab <laughs> you in the neck and just impale you. As if you're Captain Ahab trying to catch Moby Dick. Yeah, and you can catch this guy. You harpoon some guy in the neck <laughs> and just reel him in. Yeah. But they have like that weird hook in them too. So I yeah, guess. like when it comes around and then it's like the, the part that makes it so they can't get loose. <laughs> the, the fish hook spot? Yeah. A little barb. The barb. That's what it was. Barb wire. The uh, Pamela Anderson yeah. movie. That, that was, was good. I made a lot of money in the box office. <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking his head, which is really good for a podcast. Oh, he's still shaking it. <laughs> so this is Josh Hornsby. Hello. The Imitators. This is... Uh, I'm me. Yeah. We've known each other for a long time, like we said before. Yeah, but we just recently like knew each other's names. <laughs> yeah. We knew that each other existed. And, uh, well, it was those moments, those awkward moments where we were always like, Hey, you... <laughs> Hey, man. Yeah, we did that for 14 years. Yeah. And every time I call him, I, I just had him on my phone under that guy I know. From that place. From that place. From high school. 
And every time I saw it, I was like, ah, damn it, what is his name? You said that you were going to miss board games a lot. Do you feel like you're going to miss more of, like, the cooperative board games, or do you feel like you're going to miss more of, like, like the co- um, the full... Going against each other board yeah, games? Yeah, free-for-all. Because, like, free-for-all is more of, like, the Euro game style, building points, trying to be the winner. That yeah. way, not really, like, sealing goals and winning, well, which is more of, like, a cooperative play. I mean, I like... I like how, uh, with Battlestar, it's got, like, a couple... Sets of people together working against each other. I've also I also like the ones where it's everyone working against the game. Well, it's like a it's a traitor, it's a, it's a traitor mechanic, but there's multiple traitors that are on. It's like teams. It's like here's these good guys, and these bad guys, but you're all mixed together and you have no clue who you are, and it just um, it makes this complete disarray. That's so awesome, Shadowhunters. Everything happens. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, you gotta know. Yeah, I'm starting a hashtag. Hashtag Shadowhunters Nothing Happens. Because in that game, if you haven't played it, just play it and you'll know. But there's no other people responding to the hashtag because Shadowhunters Nothing Happens. <laughs> yeah. First rule of Shadowhunters is Nothing Happens. <laughs> the second rule of Shadowhunters is... Shadowhunters Nothing Happens. No. Let's, let's erase that from the podcast. You can just easily backspace, right? Just hit your backspace button on your keyboard. Yeah, I'll hit it right now. That'll do it. There we go. Good. <laughs> no? Everybody else is better for that? Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah, Shadowhunters, nothing happened. Dude. <laughs> backspace that now. <laughs> what are we, an old-timey radio show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a horse approaching. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird horse. <laughs> I mean, he's out front of vendetta. It's like a scared. vendetta horse. This, this horse was scared. <laughs> We're just surprised. What's your best animal noise? Mine? Hmm? Probably an elephant. Really? Yeah. Do you do the lip thing? The... Yeah. <laughs> and I do a little arm motion too to represent the trunk. Yeah. If I didn't, if I don't do the arm motion, I can't do the noise. You can't sell it. Oh, and your body just doesn't allow you to do the noise. Yeah, it's hooked up with a tendon to my <laughs> to my lungs and vocal cords. It's one piece. It's an instrument. Only I can play it. I mean, I could teach you how to play it. But you'd have to. But charge. then, well, I won't make any more money, and that's the only way I make money right now. Making elephant noises. It's the elephant noises. I just go down to Grand Avenue and just do. <laughs> Elephant noises and people just drop money in my hat. Grand, grand in uh, in Escondido. But yeah, Grand and um, Orange. Temple Grandin Avenue. Everybody, put away your your uh, your maps. <laughs> put your, away your knives your and torches maps. and your pitchforks. And put on your Google Maps and your navigator <laughs> apps. Do you know what Temple Grandin is? I don't. I was going to act like I didn't know who they were until you avoided it and then went to the next level. There's <laughs> some, uh, some girl who has like uh, some kind of autism or something and she trained horses and learned how to train them or whatever. Oh, she's they, a horse whisperer. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Didn't they make a movie about it and uh, what's her name was in it as the actress, Claire Danes? Claire Danes, yeah. So you, do, you know a little bit of what I'm I know a little about. bit about everything. A little bit of something about something. Oh, yeah, tell me. But I know nothing about everything. Tell me something about nothing. 
Let's see, where do you want me to put the name of the subject? I'll tell you something about something. Mm, technology. Okay, so the funny thing about technology is, <laughs> first of all, if you have uh, the Cosmic Cube or the Tesseract, hmm? then you can just do whatever you want with technology. Hmm? Cosmic Cube, baby. Oh, man. I can't wait for the next. It's weird, like, like you know, the whole like, Avengers. Uh, we're going to be all over, this, all over the place with this podcast. If you, if you can follow us, then you're a metahuman anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, I feel like none of the movies are really great, but they're really enjoyable. Uh, Winter Soldier was really great. I don't think any of them are really great. Yeah. Avengers? Really great. I, I find it extremely enjoyable. And it right. hits a lot of great things that I like in action movies. What do you... What qualifies a really great movie? I mean, besides Star Wars 4, 5, and 6... Well, you shouldn't... Well, the problem with, like, Besides making... Besides Ghostbusters 1. Well, every era... <laughs> every era, like, when you're in the moment of watching the movie, it seems so much greater than what it is. But then when you rewatch it, that's when you're like... The Matrix, oh, the first one? Like, the, oh, that movie's so good. Yeah. I wish they stopped and just made it one movie. Because yeah. then you could have just speculated the whole time of, like, what yeah, could have gonna make. They're going to make three more. You heard that, right? They're not. Yeah. They're just rebooting it. As no. if it, it's a different era? No, Shadowhunter, something happens. You just made all yeah. that up? No, no, no. They really are making three more. But they're not going to do yeah, a Wachowski reboot? brother and transgender brother. The one that used to be his brother, now is his sister, kind of thing? Yeah. Kind of thing. You're, you're my sister. You're my sister. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, to each their own or whatever, but I'm not going to touch my penis with a blade. <laughs> unless you ask me to. Oh, yeah, because you're not going to chop off your dick. No, I'm not going to chop off my penis to make myself feel more comfortable in my own body because I just chopped off of my own body part. Like, how can you... I feel incomplete now because I'm missing my penis. Even mm -hmm. if I was into, like, sucking dicks and stuff, I'm not going to chop off my dick to appease... <laughs> to appease... To... <laughs> I mean, that's your penis. Oh. I mean, opinion. <laughs> That was a little slip, a little Freudian slip. Yeah. This thing about opinions and penises came out. <laughs> Why would anybody want to like d rip their potty parts? No. To make themselves feel more balanced mentally. I don't like know. I don't understand the fact it's... that they're off balance by having the part. Yeah. Like uh, like mean, if... when me and you and Tyler were talking about it, and you were like, "You're it's basically self mutilation at that point." Like. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a chick that has to like get a grafted on penis. Mm -hmm. Like, you can, you can buy a strap-on Yep. and, like, appease the job or appease the job. <laughs> it would work. <laughs> it would work. Definitely. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I don't understand why you feel incomplete and you have to take a, a skin graft off of, of your leg to make a fake penis. To make a leg penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it a, really leg, takes a likeness. The, a likeness. It really takes, the, like, the term, like, third leg to a new level, doesn't uh, it? Oh, he did it. You fucking did it. Save it took it. us a while to get there, everyone, but we made it. <laughs> Save it for the stage, motherfucker. No one's gonna get their money back. You got your joke. <laughs> Sit back down. Save it for the stage. <laughs> Third leg. Uh, so you do stand up. You have done stand up. Yeah, it's really like, uh, mixed. it made me really, really, really nervous to even like try it to go up and do it. Three times? Four times? Uh, three times. Three times? Three times. You could do it again. 
Well, it's not like... It's, you will do it again! You will love her! <laughs> it's an Always Sunny in Philadelphia reference. It's really good. Yeah. If you don't like that show, then quit listening right now. <laughs> if you don't like her show, then go fuck yourself. If you think it's, oh, it's a fantasy world, that would never happen. Yeah, it's called TV, weirdo. What are you watching? You, have you ever seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, dragons aren't real. <laughs> yes, they are. Don't if, ever tell me they're not real. catch on fire, you will burn. <laughs> there are people probably called the Hound, though. Oh, the, earlier, I wanted to tell you this. I wanted to, like, make a picture or, like, a drawing of the Hound. Wait, Car- is this going to be a spoiler? No. It's a Disney reference, but it's a Game oh. of Thrones reference. Oh, okay. Where he's carrying, like, a red fox. So it's the fox and the hound. Yeah. It'd be kind of a cool t-shirt, too. Yeah. I also thought of another awesome t-shirt design. If anybody steals this, I will hunt you down. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of South Korea. And it says, North Korea has no soul. And it has S-E-O. Ah, that's good. I love the idea of the shirt, and I want to make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have yet to make it. What if someone already made it? Did you check? I haven't checked, but I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And um, spelled S-E-O-U-L. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. I love it. But it, but it shows South Korea. And I was also thinking about something else, too. The, um, you know, like, the the, the flag of Korea, of Korea is... North Korea, the red one with the stars on it? With the yin-yang, yin or whatever. I don't know. Where it's, like, white and it has, like, the blue and red. South Korea? It, it has to be. I you think so. No, no, I think... Because, I um, I don't know which one's which. But we sell those at work, and I'm like just kind of thinking about like, am I representing a fascist? <laughs> <laughs> am I making money for this fascist country, or, or am I supporting South Korea? Because we get a lot of our stuff. Yeah, that's okay. Korea. That's the one. Yeah. What's North Korea's flag look like? I think it's red and like. Um... <laughs> it has murder all over it and like, pestilence and suffering. Oh, oh, I didn't know that at it all. Looks, it looks like the international sign for totalitarianism. <laughs> no, Texaco! That's a Texaco flag! Oh, is it? Yeah, Texaco no, I mean, supports North Korea. This watch, just in. Watch. This is like Onion News, everybody. Texaco. Uh, no, it's very similar. Well. Texaco supports North Korea. <laughs> this just in, folks. Don't look it up. But Texaco is in cahoots with it's North just Korea. The, the colors are switched. This just in, folks. Texaco just invaded South Korea. <laughs> Don't check any media sources. This is the only one you need to tune into. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. This word from our sponsors. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, don't you ever wish you had uh, 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 an enema up your butt with, uh, full of energy? Well, now you can with uh, uh, Mountain Demina. Mountain Dew Emina. Emina? For a limited time offer, you would only get this enema for one time only. You cannot buy multiple enemas, depending on how many people you have in your family. If you have five or more people, we will give you a discount on three enemas. They will be replaceable caps, and you cannot refund them. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> We're back with our news podcast. <laughs> my name is Josh Hornsby. This is Doug following me here. Am I right? Yep. How's everybody doing out there on this lovely Saturday night? You can call in Recorded if you want. Recorded on a Saturday night. Posted call on a Friday night. Call in if you want. Call in. Uh, callers. Uh, call in and just stay on the line. We'll get to you. <laughs> just make sure you stay on the line. Our receptionist, Suzanne, will get to you shortly. This is actually going to post after I'm already moved up to L.A. So how long until you like just dive full into prostitution? 
<laughs> Answer the question. I mean, probably five, six minutes tops. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say months at least. <laughs> you, you really just went up to the first person you saw and was like, yeah. I have to make money somehow. Why not this guy? Will you sex me for money? And they go, what? I like how you don't even like offer something that you're willing to do. Like a massage for like $10. You, like, you don't even start low. Straight you're just to like, sex. I will defile my ass for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going up to hot girls and asking them. Yeah, hot girls to defile your ass. No! <laughs> You're into what you like. You want to get paid. I understand. <laughs> to each their own. We'll go back to that. You son of a bitch. To each their own. If you want to chop off your penis or sell your sex for money, it's your right. It's called freedom. Yeah. We'll be here all night. It's called freedom. Shadow hunters, nothing happens. I wish you can do the cricket noise. <laughs> you should have done a chain podcast. Or you should still do one. Yeah. So you're gonna, so when you go up to LA, you're gonna do more podcasts when you go up to there. Oh yeah, I'm never stopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my one hundred thousandth. Yeah. It's a celebration, everyone. <laughs> it's my one hundred and eleventh birthday. <laughs> it's a Lord of the Rings reference. Yep. Yep. I'm, I see was that Brayden. Bilbo? Bilbo's a that was Bilbo. Yeah. That was as he was going to get the ring for Frodo Baggins. It was when he felt like butter that had been spread out over too much bread. He cannot believe it's not butter. <laughs> There's so many different ones that are real. Which ones are fake? You can never know. Yeah. Did you see those? I watched that with you. The, yeah, the real ones that they actually. Yeah, the real ones, but they sound so fake. <laughs> like this really, really, really isn't butter. With like a question mark, that kind yeah. of stuff. Like we're like, that can't be real. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is real, and people buy it and keep yeah. it on the shelves, keep it stocked. People love it. Are you out of the really, really, really? It's not butter. What if it's like super good? Like, what if it just tastes? I really I, good? I used to buy artificial butter all the time. Yeah. Um, it tastes pretty good. Yeah, but There's, I mean that particular brand. Like, what if that one, that's why it's still alive and still persists. Yeah, that's just, the one. But really maybe good. it's just localized to one area and they just can't get enough of it. Or it's like government butter. Kind of like, you know, government cheese. Mm. But it's government butter. Mm. Really, 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 really can't believe I bought this with my taxes butter. Mm. <laughs> to do a third one. <laughs> You butter pay your taxes. Oh, uh, you don't quit. You're buttering me up. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're really lathering it on oh, thick. Fuck. <laughs> lathering butter? Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you, you get it in your hands and you s uh, smooth it all out together and then it, it becomes frothy and then you put your hands on your toast. And that's how you eat yeah. your toast. French hand toast. <laughs> oh, I just imagined like toasting your hands on the pan and then you eat your hand. I just had a better idea. <laughs> Gloves made of bread that you dip into a sauce that you deep fry. Ooh. And then you eat your own hands. <laughs> because your hands are going to be dead yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah. It's called finger foods. Oh, no. No. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of puns with me on this podcast. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so are you going to go back and do stand-up again once I leave, or what? I probably won't. Why? What, I... Uh... You said you might go back and do it. Like, okay, you don't have to go as far as, like, San Diego, because that's a big commitment, and it's, like, freaking far away from here. There's an open mic in Escondido every Wednesday night. I just don't see myself putting in the time to work on any jokes. I just don't. I think that don't if... Don't you ever lie to me again. I would like to... Don't you ever lie to me again! 
Uh, I feel like if, you, if you're passionate about something, it should be something that you do innately. It's something that comes very natural. It's something that just... Like, I know there's, there's if you want to be successful in anything, you have to work for it. I'm not naive to think that you don't have to. But um, the things what that are, you... What are you naive to think? I, well, the things I am naive to think <laughs> is that my passion will just come to me. Mm. That's where I think I'm naive. Because if you don't really go out to look for these new things, what do you know? That just means I haven't encountered my passion yet. Well, you're passionate about video games. And board games. To a degree. To a degree. I, I don't finish a lot of board... Uh, not board games. I don't finish a lot of video games, which leads me to believe that I don't really care about the outcome of the game. But you I, enjoy but, it when you're in the moment. But I do love the moment, but I'm very quick to jump to a new game that's shinier, different, or better for the moment. Because mm -hmm. depending on what day you were playing a video game, it's kind of like... Um, I'm just... I don't know how to reference this, but like... Every day something different can happen if you play like... You might want to play an adventure game, or the next day you might want to play a strategy game, or the next day you want to play a first-person shooter, which is just like a run-and-gun, who cares about anything that's happening is Slaughterhouse, or you want to play Diablo to get that over-the-top RPG feel, um, but still have like Or Half-Life to get the rich story with the first-person shooter. Or even like nostalgia games, like going back and playing old NES games, SNES oh, games, yeah. like oh, yeah. Genesis games, like... Lately, that seems more appealing to me is going back and, and picking up some of those games I missed in my past. Do you have an emulator? I have an NES emulator and a, and a Game Boy Advance emulator and a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Black and White. I had an N64 emulator, I but I haven't well. played, played it a lot. I got, like, <clears throat> any of the times I try to get an emulator for, like, the, the newer consoles, I can, I can never actually get them to work properly. Yeah. They always fail. They're buggy and stuff. Yeah. The reason why uh, it would be hard to do an N64 emulator is because Z button. Like, what are you going to do for Z? Well, you could bind it The second to... trigger or something on one of, on the left or the right? The Z was like a free a full radial, right? Like a D-pad? No. Could you set it up? The Z was behind the middle controller leg thing. The third leg. But if you're using an Xbox or a PS4, then it's still going to have the triggers that you could use. Right, but it's in a different spot, so it's a totally different feel from the game that you used well, to I think, play. Well, yeah, you would have to. They might. They might make some kind of N sixty four compatible. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, USB. For USB, yeah. Um, just plug and play style. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they've got to. I'm sure they have one of every single genre. They have that NES one that I have, the USB. I think I've packed it up already. How much more packing do you think you have to do? Uh, I just have like a, a bunch of little stuff. That I know you're packing pretty, pretty much every single day until the day you move from here on out, probably. Yeah, right? yeah. Today is going to be... You'll probably still cut it to the wire. Today's going to be busy. I'm just going to be listening to music or watching shows or something while I pack. And then something something that can be in the background that I don't have to like pay full attention to. Like, uh, I mean, there's some physical humor in Colbert Report, but I can like watch it when in the background. Maybe you should put on... Um, don't you have a couple comedy albums, like actual albums? They're all packed up. Oh, never yep. mind. Yep. Well, you might just need to, like... I have some on my computer, but I'd like to catch up on shows that I'm behind on. Do you have any podcasts that you're behind on that you can just listen to those? Yeah, I do. That wouldn't be a bad option, because you could put it... You could do earbuds and walk around and have the freedom of moving around. Don't you tell me how to live my life. But, I mean, if you watch shows, you're, you can just throw it over the, on speakers, but you won't be able to always be able to watch what you're... Yeah. What you're watching. Yeah, but for the most part, I'll be able to have have it in the corner of my eye. 
like Sherlock, do you think that I'll miss a lot if I yes. have it in the background? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, I mean, that show is so good. I need to watch it. Do you want to do a quick rundown? Because like, I know you watch a lot of Above shows. Up to where I am? No, but you watch a lot of shows. I don't watch as many as you. Oh, okay. Do you want to do a quick rundown of kind of like our favorite shows right now at this moment? Okay. Yeah. Um, Michael, you just want to go back and forth? Yeah. Just so we get a little bit of like shared time. Um, well, I think I'll take, a, take one for both of us for the first one. Uh, Game of Thrones, probably, yeah. probably the number one show dun, dun, on television. Dun, 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 Especially on, on premium channels. It's got to be the best on premium channels, don't you think? Yeah. Premium and then like on um, other cable channels. Like, uh, I just caught up on Louie. It's fucking good, man. What's that on FX? So good. Yeah, it's so damn good. Oh, there was a... So that takes like your comedy category? Well, it's not like because it's still a current show. We're talking about current shows, yeah, not, not any that are like ending this year. Or but anything. it's everything, dude. Like it's comedy, it's drama, like it's just like real life type stuff. Like, uh, but it kind of gives you like a darker angle <laughs> of comedy, doesn't it? Yeah, because his, his comedy is a little darker than than most. It feels like it feels real, but it's like, real. Well, but his comedy's real. Yeah, his comedy is pretty much real life situations. I mean, they're not always true, but they're like they're very true situations. It's not like. I uh, went to the store yesterday, and then, uh, like... Keep going, I want to, I want to know where this joke goes. Well, it's not, it's, nope. does it, it doesn't <laughs> seem structured. His jokes don't seem like they're, like, a structured, you know, lays joke out A, B, C, and, like, yeah. here's setup, here's body, here's punch, that type deal. But he's probably his got... Just, like, his, his, his seem like legitimate, real stories. Even if they're not, he delivers them perfectly. Like, one of the, it, so. one of the jokes that he did on the show, I saw him do on, when he hosted SNL... And I was like, wait a minute, I've heard this joke, like, exactly this way before. Have I watched this episode already? And it was because he did it on that SNL. Don't you flick water on me ever again? <laughs> <laughs> About to start a water balloon fight. Yeah. I'll kill you. Um, but yeah, his jokes are really well, really well done. And so is that going to, but like. Story type. That's but, one of your top five then? I'm trying to like, I'm, I don't even know if I even have five. I mean, Game of Thrones is up there for me, too, so I'm just I think sharing, Thrones, sharing that one. I think Game of Thrones, for me, is either... I think it's number two. I think it's number two. I think Sherlock's my number one spot. It, it took me by fire. Like, hmm. I didn't know what to expect, and I watched the first episode, and it, it hooked me harder than any show has in a long time. So good. It hooked me about as hard as, as Dexter did in the beginning. Like, Dexter yeah. season one. yeah. Dexter season one grabbed me really, 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 really hard, but then as the series went, it kind of like it got after too... season four, it kind of started to fizzle a little bit. Well, even after, like even during season three, you're like, oh, okay, he's just never gonna get caught. Like <laughs> I, I get it. Like, he's he's like a that was Bay Harbor Butcher, right? Like a, season three. Season two was Bay Harbor Butcher. Oh, and season three season... was the slicer. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. was sliced off, sliced their backs and. Surprise, motherfucker! That was in season three. <laughs> was it? Wasn't it? Isn't it the crazy lady? That was that season two. two Where's yeah. the British girl? Two, I think. Okay, that's season two. Yeah. So that happened at Lila. the... Lila! <laughs> My name is Lila! Cockney! <laughs> Dexter, I know that you have to do what you have to do, and I support you! Lila! Spoiler alert. <laughs> She's a murderer. <laughs> and a liar. Wait, who did she murder? I forget. She the, the psychologist, his therapist, maybe. No, um, uh, 
what's the guy that died in the cabin? That's who she blew up. Oh yeah, surprise motherfucker. Surprise motherfucker. Dokes. 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 <laughs> yeah, she killed Dokes. Sergeant Dokes. She like, turned on the gas and blew it up. Mm-hmm. And Dexter didn't. Oh, breathe. I have to protect Dexter. Well, Dexter locked him up because Dexter couldn't kill him. Yeah. Even though he know he knew he had to. Because by his code, he was like he hasn't done anything he did, wrong. Yeah, he did the code. And, oh, and Lila yeah. was like, "Just get some balls, Dexter." Don't you kind of wish that it just <laughs> that it, <laughs> get some balls and do me? And that's what he ended up doing anyway. Yeah. But he ended up killing her in the end. Well, I mean, they don't show him like stab her. They just they show him that it happened. Injector. I'm pretty sure that's how it ended. Yeah, and then I think we see her like her blood pool on the ground. I don't think that we see her on the table. No, no, we never saw that. Because he didn't have like anything to say to her. Do you remember at the as end as when like, they, like he like kind of like went out of control and just like started murdering people and throwing them in the silos? Spoiler alert: He kills people and throws them in the silos. <laughs> yeah. When he when he was driving around with his ghost brother. Yeah. <laughs> he was losing his mind. Oh, he, and then there's that one he, dude who he went to the gas station and had sex with that girl just to have sex with that girl. Like it was still, well, he stole the gun. Remember, huh? from under the counter, he went and had sex with her in the back room. Came out and stole the gun. And we were like, "That's very not Dexter." Oh yeah. Oh, and then there's the one, the like uh, bathroom, where the dude said something about like, "Hey, didn't your wife just die or something?" And he just like kills him with that hook or whatever. Yeah, had. like in the bathroom. Yeah, it was what the crazy. Hell? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just thought that show just kind of got out of control, but. Going back to like how Sherlock was, it just hooked me immediately with the first episode because it's an hour and a half long. It hooked it's you like Dexter hooked that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and like the guy hooked him off the stage. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Stab him in the neck with the one. Of those, what are those called? Those hooks that drag people off stage. A uh, crook. A crook. Because it's, it's a shepherd's crook. Because the way it's shaped as well, it's crook. It's crooked. Shepherd's crook. It's a crooked, it's a crooked hook. <laughs> it's a crook. They shortened it. Shepherd's cane. Shepherd's crook. Is that what you used a hook? Lambs and stuff. Like I am that. not a shepherd's crook. I'm not a shepherd's king. I am not a shepherd's crook. <laughs> the future on the Nixon. So good. Where he's just constantly shaking his. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love how the body, the headless body of Agnew, makes a noise still somehow. Is that the <laughs> machine? Is that the robot body he puts himself on? No, the the headless body is Agnew, who was his vice president back when he was president. Is that his real name was? It's his last name, I think. I don't know U.S. history. Yeah, I, that sure. sounds like a, a name of an alien from outer space that they made up for Futurama. No, for real. No, I mean I I'm not saying you're lying. I you, just want to. You fucking liar. I just want to. I just want to teach you things. We but, can but teach. You have, but you have to charge. We can teach. Uh. <laughs> There's too many nice. O's in that Google. Vice President Agnew. <laughs> yep, he really exists, everyone. Spoiler alert. Spyro Agnew. Spoiler alert. Spyro Agnew was our vice president in 1973. Uh, 69 to 73. I, I honestly thought it was spelled A-G-N-U. So, so did he become president when, um, when Nixon resigned? No, because when Nixon resigned, he also went away. <laughs> what happened to Spyro Agnew? What happened to Agnew? I don't know. We just kind of like lost touch of him. He, he, got, just, he got decapitated. I saw him walking into the oh, sunset, and that was the last time I saw him. He resigned. Uh, so he, less time? than a year before Nixon's resignation, what? Agnew 
became the first U.S. vice president to resign. <laughs> Holy cow. In disgrace. In disgrace. So it's probably the whole Watergate Oh, because thing he and... found out that his president was involved and resigned? Or was he involved as well? I don't know. Because he was in disgrace. Not like... We'll never know. <laughs> he's dead or something? Was he dead? Can I go like... Did he resign because he's dead? No. Is he currently dead? I don't know. I close the tab. It's too yeah, late. no one will ever know. No one will ever know. No one can ever tell us. Spoiler alert: Spyro Agnew was our vice president in 1972. Yeah, Shadowhunters. Nothing happens. I'll never forget. <laughs> 9 11, 1973. I'll never forget. Yeah. Spyro Agnew. Yep. R.I.P. Nothing happens. Something happened. <laughs> he had a name. It was Spyro Agnew. In death, we have a name. And his name was Spyro Agnew. <laughs> Hashtag Spyro Agnew. It'd be so funny if there was a running tag now. Yeah. Hashtag uh, Spyro Agnew. Start it, Yamatators. Trending tag. Hashtag Spyro Agnew. All 17 of you. All 17 of you listeners. Start it. Start the hashtag. So then he walks back in from the sunset and runs for presidency 2016 and wins. I'd like to see that. I'd like that to see you try. That is the next election, right? 2016? Yeah. I'm not crazy, am I? No. Is that also an well, Olympic? You, that... you are crazy, but... <laughs> <laughs> is that also an Olympic year? Yeah, every two years. There's an no, Olympic I mean like year. Summer Olympics. Those are the ones that matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, one cares about, no one cares about snowboarding and advanced skiing. And the What's the that called? One... Cross skiing? Cross country skiing. Yeah. And then there's no, the one with the, um, the biathlon, the skiing one, where you... You cross-country ski, and then you have a gun, shoot and you targets. shoot at targets. Yeah. Yep. That's real. It's so weird. That's how you train. You know what's weirder than that one, though? The speed walking Summer Olympics one. That's a real event. Speed walking? Oh, yeah. Can, can I just, like, full-on run? Nope. You'd be disqualified. So is it based off speed or style? Uh, style. If you have... If you have... It literally is, like, if you have... Uh, both feet off the ground at the same time? Disqualified. Disqualified, yeah. You have to have one foot on the ground yeah. at all times. Full, full on run with long lunges, but don't <laughs> let your back foot lift. <laughs> it's just really long lunges. Then, nope, then it's called walking. It's really long lunge steps. <laughs> this is how I walk. We have to walk in like that, so you have to really sell them. Yeah. You go, hello, hello, I am here for the races. I am Charlie Longlegs. <laughs> <laughs> My kids call me Daddy Longlegs. <laughs> I'm here for your races. And they go, we don't like your cat around here. You go, that's just racist. And then you walk out. <laughs> you go, okay, good day. <laughs> good day to you. Um, oh, yeah, we're, we're on the subject of uh, like top, ten, top five shows or whatever. Oh, yeah, huh? Um, I think <laughs> on... I'm also. What's another like one of your top threes? Because I'm kind of. Uh, the Colbert stuck. Report, and I definitely count that as a show because it's there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's. It's five days a week, and does it ever go off? Like. It's four days a break? week. Yeah, it's uh, Monday through Thursday. But it does. Yeah, they do have breaks. Like sometimes there will be I mean, like. He has to a, take a vacation. Yeah, like probably the week of July Fourth, they won't be on like the whole week. Um, probably Christmas as well. Probably run reruns on Christmas. Yep. Like the the week before, they go to the Christmas episodes and stuff. Yeah, uh, I think New Year's they take off. He actually has on his show right now. You know how in the beginning he runs and jumps over a word like it's usually something just something funny that has nothing to do with anything. 
when he run and he has the flagpole in his hand and he jumps over and then he like slams it into the oh that's in the Coliseum. intro yeah oh I know that I know that part of the intro but I didn't know that was a different word every time oh yeah it's not it's not different every single time but right now it's been for the last like fifteen days or whatever it's been a countdown because to count down to his last show because he's taking over the late show yeah he's not gonna do both <sighs> no. He's supposed to represent America. Get two jobs, bitch. <laughs> uh, I would love it if he did both shows. And he's, sure, just, he's just exhausted sure all his, the time. I'm sure his wife and kids would hate it. No, they're on his show. They're like all time, like, oh, they're kind of like... Um, they're characters on the show. Yep. Yeah. Like they don't go to school or anything anymore either. They, they just... Yeah. They just, work for... You have no... You don't have normal lives anymore. Which one? CBS? ABC? I always uh, get it mixed up. Yeah, CBS is late show, Letterman. So, uh, when do you think uh, Jenny Leno's gonna die? Because <laughs> I don't understand how people watch him. He already quit. Did he? Yeah, Seth Meyers took over for him. Oh, really? Yeah. And when does that happen? Uh, February, I think. Mm, so I just like. So it's been a little bit. Hangs out with his cars now. That's it. Yeah, he's doing stand up again. Why? I don't know. No one liked you then. <laughs> I don't know how he got the gig. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, he was so bad. Like I, I went back and I watched a lot of his old ones, and he was really terrible. <laughs> I just don't. Maybe just because I didn't exist in, and the references don't feel as crisp. And no, new. you showed me, and I felt the same. It's way. just oh, it's so bad. Like it's very dry, and just like it's just like when you hear the punch, you go, "Yeah, I understand." <laughs> <laughs> That's my general reaction. It's just yeah. like, "Oh, I get it." Oh, I understand that joke. I understand what you meant. Better. What is your next statement that I need to hear? <laughs> I paid you for this. <laughs> oh, okay, got my money back. Thank you. Um, so the uh, the Seth Meyers show, they have this thing called he has this thing called Second Chance Theater, and it's sketches that didn't make it onto SNL. Oh, that'd be really good. It's I only saw one of them, but it was so funny. It was. Um, and why did some of these not make it? Just because of like content or just I don't know, maybe time or like yeah, maybe the Lauren didn't think it was funny enough to make it, or I don't know, like. Or they just had too many good ones and not enough time to get them in that week, and that then the too. next week had too many good ones. Yeah, that so too. Just keeps getting bumped around. So they did. Um, the one that I saw was um, <laughs> it was called Gingerman Franklin. <laughs> so it's Will Forte. Um, uh, Will Forte. Shoot. Oh, I can't believe I'm boxing this right now. She's newer. She um, does a ton of characters. She's the one that did Miley Cyrus. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That's Brad Agal. Okay. Yeah, her. Um, and Jason Sudeikis and Fred Armisen. So they were all in the sketch. And um, so Will Forte is the one who plays Benjamin Franklin. And basically, it's a girl, but she looks exactly like Benjamin Franklin. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's a blind date thing. And so she's all flirting flirting with uh, Jason Sudeikis' character. And then he's like, oh, um... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jenny, Jennifer, or whatever. And she goes, It's Benjamin! <laughs> Just like twirling the hair and everything. You're like, oh. <laughs> So it's more about the shock value of seeing her. Yeah. Than actual, like, the punches and stuff. Yeah, it's sitting on his lap and, like, just, oh, man. Being awkward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, I would like that. And the Fred Armisen and the other girl, they're just like, Oh, Were they making Benjamin on. Franklin references as well? Um, I can't remember, but it was just so like gross, like so gross. I looked that up. <laughs> Ginger, Benjamin. <laughs> it's 
it's funny, funny to me because it's also the same voice you use for um, Harley Quinn. What? Mr. J. Mr. J. Hey, Mr. J. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same voice. I, I bet I could I bet I could out uh, out voice over act anyone on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh was uh, uh, what's that guy's name? The dog, um, Stickerpuss or whatever. Snicklepuss, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss, right? <laughs> right. That's Ernie from Sesame Street. Those were like, they were like my least favorite. Bert and Ernie? Yeah. It was like everybody's favorites. And I'm like, what's the big deal? Just two dudes, they live together. They're roommates, who cares? I get Shadow it. Hunters, nothing I get happens. It. One's trying to sleep, the other one keeps them awake. I get it. I get it. <laughs> a better a better combo of that same group was Ren and Stimpy. Like, of that same style of being like, here's yeah. the goofy, silly one that's always making like and here's trouble, the and here's man. the straight guy that's just trying to like, have his normal routine, mm-hmm. and he's being interrupted by the, it's been done all, all over. Um, I remember back in Looney Tunes, they did one that was Daffy Duck and Porky Pig, and they're trying to sleep and they couldn't. But it wasn't because of, it wasn't because of one of, one of them interrupting the other. Yeah. It was because of like the house that they were sleeping in was constantly interrupting them. <laughs> it was was the house alive? Yeah, well, kind of. Or just like it's just, like, just kind of like creaking noises. Yeah, and stuff. so it's like when you're trying to sleep and your house is making those noises. It almost has like a life that's like the personification of the house. Yeah. So like they were kind of like showing it happen, and we're like. The, the blinds would kind of like slowly roll up and let the sunlight come in where it would only hit them right in the eye. <laughs> and then like their eyes would go pink and yep. like fly open. Bloodshot. And then like, yeah, being bloodshot and they like stomp over or like all mad over the thing and they like, slam down the <laughs> blinds and when they walk away it goes shing! Pop, 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 pop and it rolls around <laughs> on the roll and then like that's really blinding everything. And there's no fixing that. Yeah. Except with and nails they, and stuff. And yeah, then, then they'll like rips. nail up a bunch of boards on the in the yeah. hole and block and it, it all just out. Rips completely off. Uh, I I love Looney Tunes. I think that sh- that show like Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes together and and all the Tex Avery stuff. I think th- at that time it really opened up comedy for for not only children but everybody and introducing cartoons to the masses as being something that could be accepted um, instead by adults as well as children. Yeah. I think it was like the first time where it was just like and, and hitting political issues and hitting social yeah, I don't even remember that it was political issues. Well like they would do stuff like um, Bugs Bunny and then there's like that crazy Martian guy, but that wasn't the wasn't the Martian Martian, but it was like a like a little gremlin. Not Marvin the Martian, it was something else. It wasn't Marvin the Martian, it was like a gremlin. And there were, I remember Bugs Bunny was on like a on like a World War Two uh, bomber plane. Hmm. And the gremlin has a hammer, and he's trying to detonate all the missiles that are on what? The, on the bomber. And he has a hammer, and he keeps running up to the warhead, and is trying to hit him with a hammer. Ooh. And Bugs Bunny's going, <laughs> you know how you do that kind of stuff, and like run and run and grab the hammer, like what are you doing, you idiot? Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I I just loved it. And like now, if you did something like that, it would be like what a bomb in a kids' cartoon where like with war and stuff it doesn't seem like the right place unless they're fighting robots or aliens or it's something that's not on the yeah. home front of like people versus people right. but like was it the Harry not like a caveman what was the caveman Captain Caveman that was like Hanna-Barbera <laughs> there was two of them same thing right Mary Melody Hanna-Barbera <laughs> yeah Shadow Hunters, nothing happens yeah uh <laughs> oh hell what was the uh, one with the kid with the turban uh uh 
Johnny Quest. Oh yeah. I watched a bunch of Johnny Quest. I I just loved all this old old cartoons, and I feel like as I get older, I keep locking those in as like those were my favorites as a kid. Yeah. Instead of it being like some of the iconic ones that. Well, like, the Simpsons. I think that was up there. In my, I just consider my top it five. different because it's prime time. Like yeah. it just feels so much different than the other ones. But top five shows, I think that's up there for me. Of a lifetime, yeah, it has yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Yeah. If it's not on your list, I don't think you you were born Ever. before. No, I don't think you were born. Well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people that don't watch TV. You don't exist. <laughs> Dude, there's this if guy. If you thought you existed, you were wrong. <laughs> Dude, there's this guy who, um, uh, at church, I only know him from there, and he, like, not only did he not watch shows, but he would, like, talk crap on, like... On shows that he's never seen. The watching of shows. Like, the watching of TV at all. Oh, of, like, a waste of time. Yeah. Killing your brain. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, it's just such a waste of time. I mean, like, there's so many other things you can do. There's so many other things you can do. Like... I don't watch TV because I don't want to waste my time, you know? I'm just like, fucking shut up. Like, I wanted to punch him in the face so hard. Maybe in the stomach, just so he's just like curled over, like, oh, and then kick, and then knee him in the face. Bam. Yeah, I mean, go, your opinions don't matter. And then he goes, the mere fact that you're beating me up means I do matter to you. And then I just go, do you want me to kick you again? That's the best part about having an opinion. Your opinion doesn't matter. It only matters to you. It only matters to you. But and, does, and, people, and people who have uh, common common interests. But, like, him saying watching shows is a waste of time, how does that affect you? It, it makes it, like, uh, it attacks all of me because I am TV. You're Mike TV? I am TV. Mike TV is a reference to... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Factory. We're learning stuff today, folks. <laughs> Um, um, then, then when, when I this is weird, fuck you, Doug. Doug. <laughs> Did you <laughs> lawyered? Did you? SNL sketch with uh, Fred Emerson and Kristen Wiig when they would improvise a song on the spot. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, <laughs> and then we go to the store, to the store, to the store. <laughs> when I get in line, I say, I don't like this line. I don't like this line. <laughs> yeah, like that. Um... Uh. So a couple other shows that I really like right now that, um, the current shows, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like that I, show Believe. It's really good. I never heard of that. But I think it got canceled. Shadowhunters, nothing happens. I guess I have a, I have a guilty pleasure show. It's not my show. top five, but. I have a guilty pleasure show. It's a, it's a sci-fi <laughs> original. It's called Haven. It's on, it just finished its fourth season. It's going to its fifth season. It's Why is its it a guilty pleasure? Season. Do you. It's because it's a sci-fi original. It's. I, there's but you never love been it. good ones in the past. But you love it. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's. Guilty pleasure would be more like if you're like. Well, the CGs, I just started watching Smallville, and it's I love it. I know it's lame. And why? Because it's a teen show. Um, not necessarily that. Just because it's like. They they screwed it up. I mean, 
I've watched all ten seasons. <laughs> but like, but like, for um, for, for you to watch Once Upon a Time would be a guilty pleasure, I would think. Mm, yeah. But like, so for me, I think it's a guilty pleasure for me because like you the, feel guilt every time you the, watch it. The CG's bad. I kind of, I kind uh, of expect the outcome, and but I want to see how they get there. But there's enough mystery to keep me going. And I need to know the answers. And they keep me going every season of I need to know the answers. If the CG's bad, it takes me out of it too much where I'm but just it's like, not, I can't watch it. But this. it's not that the CG's too bad. Like It's always like some of the situations where you're like, okay, like, um, it's usually natural disaster type stuff. Yeah. So like some of it's pretty good, but some of them you're kind of like, well, that's not, it's not realistic in my life. Like It's kind of like hard to, to like really wrap my mind around it because that's not how real physics works or whatever. Yeah. Depending because people get these abilities because like they have a, um, a hereditary line of a people trouble, who... a, um, an affliction that gives them an ability. Oh, so they have a bat, something good with something bad. Yeah. So like there's people that have like a tattoo that represent like a, a hidden cult and you don't really know what's up with it. And it kind of takes you through, each season to find out more and more and more about these people with these tattoos and how they link with other people. And then there's like this, like, you know, an old legend of, of a prophecy of things to come and then things start to unravel in that same direction. And you're mm -hmm. like, well, how is this all coming together? Why is there a prophecy even to begin with? I need these answers. <laughs> and they do a really, a really good job of pulling you along. I mean, it's based off a Stephen King short story or a novella or whatever you want to call it. But like... Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be good because it's Stephen King. I like, like to call it a picture picture book. Hey, you want to go to the moving pictures? <laughs> I want to have a new moving pictures out. I like to call it a paper story. A paper story is just a book. What you call it a paper story, it's got a, got a little extra flair. Yeah, you take your, take your girly over there, then I can let you in your bag. <laughs> We're going to be talking like this for the rest of the podcast. Uh, nope. Nope. Doug's out of words is coming around the corner, <laughs> running up on. He's sitting in his chair, also looking at his computer. <laughs> he's a nose behind, picking his nose. Uh... <laughs> so anyway, Haven, short story. Um, I think it kind of takes. It's like my nod of like current like sci-fi e type show that I watch currently. But it's not even. This doesn't come back on for like fall. I think so. Oh, Falling Skies is up there for me. Yeah, I watched the first season. I didn't watch any after that. So good. I don't really feel like Did I'm you gonna... watch the whole first season? Pretty sure. Pretty much? Pretty sure. You could have watched... I don't want to say anything to spoil anybody else's Yeah, you could have watched, like, up to maybe, like, the last couple episodes or something. Because I, I feel Pretty like... Pretty sure you... I saw the finale. Really? Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it and you want to see it... I mean, it's coming into season four already, but so. I mean, <laughs> but sometimes people get way behind, but they don't want to get it ruined. Yeah, that's true. Like same with like Game of Thrones. Like we, if we would have been talking about Game of Thrones, we won't then, talk about Game of Thrones in, in respect to Game of Thrones. Yeah, me and Tyler did, but. But he and but I. But we won't. said we said spoiler alert. Like if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. Right, like seriously, because we're totally going to talk all about it. And we did. If you haven't seen it, but you read the books, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Falling Skies. What happened? Uh, well, I mean, like, the last thing I remember is that, so they get his his son back that was captured by aliens, and he had the spinal attachment that did the mind control, um, and they remove it off of him using some kind of, like, special, like, um, torch cutter thing. Mm -hmm. They remove it from him, but they can't remove the, the attachments from his spine itself. Um, and then the last thing I remember is that even though that those things are off of him, he's still having a mental link with one of them that is there. And that he's also like being affected in a like 
at least in like local, like a, if you think of it like as like a wireless connection, I think it can only be accessed locally, but not from like the hive mind. But I think they can dip into him from a local setting because they have one that's imprisoned, and I think that one could control him. Okay, so yeah, you haven't seen for the whole first season. But I mean, that's the last I can remember. Oh yeah. So I mean, there's always like the moment where you're like this, and I go, oh yeah. okay, then that. Yeah. But yeah, the end of the first season, you're like, what? And then second season happens, and then end of the second season, you're like, what? And then end of the third season happens, you go, what? There's a lot of what moments in that. Because I remember. <laughs> I also remember that the the main girl, the younger girl, the love interest of the other was, I think, taken or something. Um, mm. I remember there. I remember there being like a a, tra- a tragedy of some sort, and that they were gonna need to go and like. I think they were going to go and get her. Yeah. Or yeah. something. Yeah, that's right. But I feel like something bad happened to the one, that the older brother, is what I'm trying to remember. I think something bad happened to him, too. Uh, or maybe he went off on his own to go get her. Yeah. Because the dad didn't want him to or something. Yeah. And he went after her. Probably. I grabbed the motorcycle and rode off yeah. into the sunset. Yeah, James Dean, Rebel with the Calls. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Dean, Sausage. Maple syrup and the eggs. <laughs> biscuits and gravy. Remember when I read that song about Jimmy Dean sausage? Uh, how's it go? Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean, I love your sausage. That was the chorus. <laughs> no! Uh, you don't remember. I like your savory sausage. Well, nope. Keep going. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy likes your sausage. <laughs> Daddy, do you want some sausage? Uh, worst movie ever. Freddy, hated, Freddy got fingered. Worst movie hated, ever. You hated it. Dude, where's my car? Second to that movie. No, that's the best movie ever. Yeah, oh, that's so bad. We but should make so a. Worse. We should make a top five worst movies ever that were supposed to be good. Well, I mean, the best movie ever is The Runner. <laughs> with, with Courtney Tox and Joe Montana and everybody else, John Goodman. And, uh, <laughs> Joe Montana. Ron Eldred. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine, Woodbine, and of course John Goodman. It's the runner, guys. He's a compulsive gambler who's lost everything and is forced to work as a numbers <laughs> as a numbers runner for a deep for a deep throat, a sadistic sociopath and big time professional gambler. Sounds pretty cool if you ask me. So the reason why I own this movie is because Josh was making a list of movies that I totally have to see that I missed out on in my childhood, and um, <clears throat> he was like, "Dude, okay, so." This movie, you have to see it. It's so good. It's one of the best movies of all time. It's called The Runner. And he meant to say The Running Man. Well, yeah, well, you know, the movie that has uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and he goes around killing these guys in an awesome death arena to bring back freedom to the world. Spoiler it's, alert. Sorry if you haven't seen it. It's from like 1985. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Oh, we well, need to watch it before you move. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like Hunger Games, but like cool. Another Stephen King movie. Running Man? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so I bought The Runner on VHS, and I did I give it to you or something? And then you're like, I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, you wanted it. to give it to me, and I said, shove that movie up your ass. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, you were like, I've never heard of that movie, Shadowhunters, nothing happens. <laughs> Even though, like, now that I'm looking at it, it seems like a pretty cool movie. Yeah. I, like, I usually like gambling movies. Probably I don't good. know why. I think it's because I don't really like gambling that much money or anything. But then when they're taking the risk, you're like, I don't have to. Yeah, I can live through them. Yeah, Yeah. it feels great. Yeah. Like, Rounders is, like, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Like, it's ranked quite high, top 20, 
for me, probably. Top I've 10? seen it a bunch. Would you say top 10? It's up there. Would you I, say top 10? I don't know if I can. Quantitate them right now! Um, so a couple of the ones that would be up there. Ah. I would have to have a completely Worst? separate list for any of, like, trilogy movies. I would have to just make a separate list for those. Yeah. Or, or combine it as a trilogy. Because New Hope, Empire, and Jedi, like, they all hold up. But they I don't, but I don't think I would even put those in my top five. As one? Nope. I don't think I would even make it in my top five. Really? I think it would make top ten. What's in top five? Because, like... Now I'm curious. Because the Star Wars universe, to me, is more appealing than the movies itself. Like, me, like, with the video games and everything that I played, too, like, that, that universe is bigger than just those movies. Yeah. So, like... I love all of it. So, like, you'd have to say Star Wars franchise. That would m raise it in ranks. But just the mo by movies. Just the movies? Top ten. What's in your top five? I don't even know. Um, Boondock Saints would be one. Okay. Is Roundtree in your top five? Oh, wait. I'm not saying top five. I'm right, it's easier right now to say top ten. No, I know. But if Star Wars is not in your top five, I want to know what's in your top five. There's way better movies than Star Wars, in my opinion. Like, I think American Beauty is better than Star Wars, don't you think? Uh, what about Transformers 4? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's gonna tear it up! Optimus! Bumblebee! I, I think they're gonna do, uh, like, a little bit of Beast Wars in this one. Yeah, that's what it looks like. There's the... Oh no, that's the next one. That's five. Really? I they're think... already planning five? No, I think five is the one with what the dinosaurs. What is this? The Fast and the Furious franchise? Dude, there's so many of those. There's, there's already a seventh one coming out. They're doing a Tokyo Drift two. That's the seventh one. No, do you remember that they made a, th a third one Which called, I never to saw, Tokyo, called Drift. Tokyo Drift? Yeah. And they're making a Tokyo Drift two because Paul Walker's dead. And they're like, okay, Tokyo Drift two, and let's put the Rock in it. <laughs> Done. I think he's been in the cast and since the like Diesel. the fourth or fifth one or something. Yeah, but do you remember? And you never saw it. Well, the end, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, don't spoil it for me. It's Fast and the Furious 3. You gotta go back and watch all the Fast and Furiouses? Yeah. You don't even care about cars. Sure I do. And, and it's I not even realistic. Shit. Those are like the worst movies for realism anyway. Uh, what about Crank and like all those? I'm not supporting any movie like that. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Nothing happens. <laughs> Dude, we need to watch Death Race. The, the, the newest one. I anyway, do, Death I do Race watch it. 2000. Is the awesome. old one. It's so awesome. David Carradine. It's a great movie. It's so awesome. To make fun of with your friends. Yeah. And so is Barbarella. Oh, Barbarella. Did you talk about, did you talk about Barbarella with Tyler on here? No. Barbarella is a great movie from the 60s. It's considered a sexploitation movie with Jane Fonda. I think it came out in 1969, too. I think I looked it up. Yeah? I think it was came out in 1969. <coughs> it's Jane Fonda... She gets naked a little bit. She gets naked in the opening credits. Yeah. She's, she's floating a lot, floating weightlessly. Anti-gravity anti naked stripping. scene. stripping. And then this guy pops up on the screen. Oh, yeah, uh, spoiler alert for Barbarella. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and like her superior officer pops up on this huge jumbo screen. she's a space traveler, and this is her superior officer. Yeah, some yeah. kind of like cadet program where uh, it's like sex for school or something. But anyway, that's not real. Anyway, so this guy shows, I mean, he's like her superior officer. And and she's like, naked, standing there. And he goes, oh, um, no, would you she, like to put something on? No, she goes, she goes, oh, let me put something on. And he goes, oh, don't worry yourself. No, don't mind me. I'm just going to sit here masturbating to you. 
And it was just like this really like funny moment. So like, if you want a great B movie to watch with your friends, oh, it's and the best. Cry and make. Oh, we laughed so, so much, dude. So good. Oh. You need to treat yourself to Barbarella. Barbara, and it's on Netflix too, so you can stream it all you want. Yeah, and everybody, it's Netflix. It's it's free, not me. Oh man, that'd be <laughs> awesome. It's only like seven dollars, so. Eight bucks for streaming, and then if you want the DVDs, which I mean. No one does the DVDs. DVDs are dead. If you if you're if you're dead dead video disc, is this, if you're listening to this to uh, on one of the DVDs that we have burned and sent to you, <laughs> DVDs are the best thing you've ever had. Continue <laughs> buying from Doug and Josh. If you're watching this live stream yeah. on DVD, <laughs> which is impossible, uh, do you remember when uh, they had those DVRs, but it was like a DVD, and like you burned the shows onto a DVD from the from the like DVR thing? No, but it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when the DVRs, DVRs were like first becoming a thing, and there was a transition between VCRs and like. Um, oh right! So you can transfer your old like home movies over to a disc, right? No, no, no! Not only that, just like there was some weird um, jump from like between between DVDs and DVD players and like DVRs to where you could have like a blank DVD in this thing and then while you're watching a show it's recording it onto a it's DVD. It's just bringing it straight to a DVD. Yeah, or, or a CD. I think it was either one. But um, you have to put the CD into your computer and then play it from within the computer. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, then you have it forever. Do you remember when you would get a CD and it was like you put it in the computer for the multimedia files? Yeah, dude, I liked that. I hated that. I liked I still that. did it. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, you get to watch, like, two live clips of them. You're yeah, like, live awesome. clips, and, like, sometimes there's, like, games or whatever. Or, like, al like, alternate album art. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. You love extra content. I do love extra content. That's why I have billions of DVDs. You and I go way back on extra content or not extra content. I'm more about the not extra content for some reason. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's gotten to the point where I don't want to buy DVDs as much anymore because... I don't have that much time to just be like, I've watched this, now I'm going to watch it again with commentary. Or I've watched this, now I'm going to watch it like all the special features. Like, I think for Lord of the Rings or maybe the extended editions, there's a total combined hours of like 130 hours of extra content. And you're like, I don't need that much. Well, I don't. You, you and I watched like the extended version. It Not was like the movie, four like hours long. Outside of the movie. I know, I know. But we watched yeah. like four hours and they extended or whatever. Yeah, which I liked because it explained a lot more stuff. It showed like Pippin and Marin <clears throat> smoking like herbs in that little hut on the <laughs> lake. Remember yeah. that? And yeah. they're like, well, this probably be a lot of kids. So let's cut this part out. But they still let Gandalf smoke and Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Like, it's well, okay. It probably, they probably also cut that out for time. Like, three and a half hours was huge to... Because the yeah. only other movie that had done that before then was, like, Titanic. Titanic and I think that was three, three hours. hours. Yeah. And, yeah, but after um, that... But was there like, was Braveheart, I think, was also three hours. Was it? I think so. Because when we, when we bought Braveheart and it came with multiple tapes. Two VHSs? Yeah. <laughs> it came with multiple tapes. Maybe it was two and a half. I don't remember. Braveheart was long. That's a, but it was very long. But yeah, so Lord of the Rings, like if they would have, if they would have kept all that extra content, well, yeah, because when Gladiator, it would have been four Gladiator hours in the theater, like, DVD, and three and a half hours was already asking a lot, and they're like, no, just hang on for another half hour. Was did you watch Titanic in theater or any other long movie in theater? I did. And I watched Titanic in the theater. I never saw it in theater, but like I, I think the long, one of the longest movies I'd seen in the theater, I saw I saw Troy in the theater, and Troy's long. Hmm. 
That's like two and a half hours. So what's hours. what's he like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was Troy Palomalu. <laughs> it's a football reference. Uh, I didn't know it. Well, I'm a, I'm a nerdy guy. I like comics and cartoons and stuff. But I have another side of me that's all about sports and all about sports facts and trivia. Yeah, which is kind of rare in which the nerdy is, world. It's also weird because if you meet me, you wouldn't even think I would even really like sports. But I have a secret side where I'm always listening to sports radio and like <laughs> all sports 24-7. You're listening to sports radio right now. Yep. I'm <laughs> mic'd in at all times. So I'm, I'm doing commentary for uh, Boston Celtics right now. You're jacked in. Jacked in, jacked out. <laughs> and jacked off. No, that's when I go off the air. I'm still. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, so I'm moving to LA. Uh, I do. I just don't want to come down some weekends and just like hang out and do board games and whatever mm-hmm. and hang out. Mm-hmm. You're not I allowed. Said, and hang out. You're not allowed. Though. I'm not allowed. Yeah, as soon as you leave, we're gonna put a placard on the door that says "No Dugs Allowed." And we're, then, we're gonna make a new friend though, no Doug. <laughs> and then I show up and I go. But it says no Dugs allowed. And I tell you, read the sign. Yeah, Dugs. And it's highlighted. Plural. We can have one Doug. Yeah, it's double underlined with the S. <laughs> it's plural, stupid. That's a Simpsons joke for anyone who didn't get that. That was the Stonecutters. That's such a good episode. Yep. Oh. Who keeps the aliens under wraps? Mm. We do. <laughs> we do. I'm going to go stock. Lenny and Carl. Don't! You're not going to do any stalking today, are you? Is that how she says it? No, she goes, okay, but no stalking! (laughs) And he does the paint can thing. And then he follows really close behind, doesn't he? Uh, Or does he just go later? No, he ends up merging, merging traffic together into the same road and causing accidents, doesn't he? Well, with, the, with the yellow paint can? I don't think so. I think the yellow paint can, he ends up merging it into the same road or whatever to where traffic jammed up. We have to know. rewatch that We should one. rewatch it. Yeah. One of my favorite Homer, Homer to Marge lines <coughs> is during the Beer Baron episode, which, what is that one actually called? I always call it Beer Baron episode, but uh, something, like, something on Evergreen Terrace, like something like that. The Something Amendment. I forget. The, the I thought it was like the something something on Evergreen Terrace. I thought that's what that one was called, but maybe that's a different one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on that episode where he's the beer baron and he's making his own um, bathtub menjulibs and yep. uh, and homemade booze, he's walking out with bowling balls and a wheelbarrow, him and Bart, <laughs> and she says, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm not going to lie to you, Marge. And then he just keeps and then walking just walks away. <laughs> or does he go, leaves. I'm not going to lie to you, Marge. Bye. <laughs> I think as he's leaving, he says, um, if not back, avenge death. Is that that same scene? No, that's, um, if not back, avenge death. I think that's a different episode. Still another great line. That's yeah. number three. <laughs> if you want to do Homer quotes, that's a completely different thing. Do not touch Willie. Good advice. <laughs> Doug and I are also linked by The Simpsons. When we first met, that's the only thing we talked about. We would we would create trivia questions for The Simpsons and ask them to each other every, yeah. single, every single day at school. And every single day, we would try to come up with a tougher question tougher to trump each other with. And we'd always answer it. We'd always know. well, pretty much. I, I mean, I probably wasn't flawless. I think I didn't know the because um, when that show Beat the Geek was on Comedy Central, I couldn't beat all those. I couldn't beat all of those. Uh, there was the Star Simpsons. Wars. Simpsons the Star Wars one. Star Wars was very hard. 
I don't remember that. They'll be like, what was the name of the last, uh, the last little person to play the, as an Ewok? Before he died, like which was the, what was his name? And you're like, I don't know. That's I not in the movie. No, it's in the credits. And I need <laughs> to know which one was which. It's very specific. But the one for the Simpsons geek one was, uh, what? How? What's the thing that comes up on the register when they scan Maggie? Yeah, isn't it like NRA Forever or something? No, it was a, it was a uh, that was on the three or two hundred and eighth episode. That was whatever. the fake one. Yeah, that was the fake one. But it really came up with a number. An equation, was, right? No, the number was just the amount it cost then to raise a child in the United States per month or whatever. Oh. And it was like $308 Because they scanned her. Because Maggie got scanned by, yeah. the, by the laser. By yeah. the store clerk, yeah. Um, but that was one of the questions on Beat the Geek, and I was like, damn it, I didn't know that one. I would have known like all the other ones, though. Yeah, you'd have to pause your TV right on that, and then yeah. back when we watched it, our TVs had really poor resolution, and you wouldn't be able to read it very well. Yeah. And also, do you know the comic book guy's name? Um, you told me before. <laughs> it's, so, it's something just not, not even extraordinary at all. It's probably like Gary or something. Do you want to know? Yeah, sure. Jeff Albertson. Yeah, duh. And then, uh... He owns Albertsons. Yeah, it was, uh... <laughs> Flanders was like, what's your name? What's your name, friend? He's like, Jeff Albertson. But everyone calls me comic book guy. <laughs> and then he goes... I'll just call you a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Flanders. Yeah. Uh, um, Are you kind of upset that Family Guy's off the air now? Is it? Not Family Guy. Um, Futurama, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it came It came to a point because it like, got resurrected and came back so many times. Uh, I need to finish. I need to finish it out. I still oh, you're still not finished? Yeah. Then, oh, wow. Because like, I'm catching up on it right now, and just it's great. No, I think I'm still one whole full season behind. I'm like five episodes from the end, I think. Four, I think four I'm in five. season seven. I think there's eight, isn't there? I think there's nine. Or no, I, I'm in eight. I need to go into nine. I think there's technically nine. Like, it sucks that seasons one through four were each like 24, 25 episodes. And these are less. And then, yeah, five, six, seven, eight, nine have been like... 11 to anywhere from 11 to 14 episodes because they're having like partial episodes and lost episodes and not and they just, had the movies as well well not just that but because when they got picked up they got picked up by Comedy Central and it was like okay we're going to test it out with like 11 episodes or whatever and it's hung, it hung on for like 3 or 4 years but then it got cancelled again and it was just like oh. but um, the <clears throat> didn't like season 5 you said it's a little bit shorter but isn't that the one that had the 3 movies on the end no, season five was um, after the movies came out. So that was the end of season four, as between four and five. Then. Yeah, and between four and five was there was a long time where it was just like because it went off the air, finally in like in like two thousand four maybe, and uh, then did, it came back in Fox, like two thousand eleven. Did Fox produce the movies? Two thousand ten or something. Um, you already have it packed up. I can't check your movies. Yeah, I think they did. I think Fox did make the movies. And then based on the sales, was gonna they were gonna see if Comedy Central was gonna pick them up. It was weird. It was a weird arrangement, but it worked. For a while. <laughs> it's such a good show. That ugh, man, I think that's in my top, as well. Futurama, Simpsons. Yeah, Futurama is really good. Um, cartoon for prime time. I think you have to kind of put prime time cartoons into another category as well. Yeah. Between... Let's just have like 40 different categories. Well, there's really not that many. <laughs> there's not that many to choose from, unless you're counting like Adult Swim, which I guess you... It's a little bit later than prime time. Yeah. So, I guess that's late be, night. that would be late night cartoons. Yeah. 
So for of, of the ones that are in that primetime mm -hmm. slot, um, you have The Simpsons, you have Futurama, you have Family Guy, you have South Park, even though they're cutouts, but it's animated. Um, well, it's, 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 it's full animation. It's full now, now but it yeah. used to be cutouts. Um, it's a different type of animation. Ren and Stimpy. And what else? Oh, like Drawn Together and all those comedy situations. Yeah, those came on at prime time. There's like the Awesomes, the the Hulu one, where they're all superheroes and stuff. I think originally... But that's not even prime time, like, because that comes out on the internet. Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law was prime time, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Before I think it so. late night. Um, you know one of the best late night ones, in my opinion, the ones I the one I like the most? Space Ghost? Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. It was so well done. I liked all the voice actors that were on it. It was pretty funny. It was weird. Um, it was so weird because it was like the the live guest was talking to a cartoon. Was Dan Kesselanet on that? I have no idea. I know there was Brack. There was uh, the um, the like grasshopper dude. Yeah. I can't remember his name. And then there was Space Ghost. Um, Space Ghost is an old cartoon, right? And they just, it was. They brought him back and used Which it. Which I used to watch it. I mean, it goes back to, we can always go back to the Hanna-Barbera section of our That's podcast. That's where it's from, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there were some bad Hanna-Barberas, too. Remember Godzuki? Nope. You, don't, you never saw Godzuki? Mm -mm. Was it a, like a baby Godzilla thing? Yeah, it was like a little tiny Godzilla with wings. <laughs> um, and he couldn't speak. The best thing to, like, to, to reference for like how his personality was was um, Dino from the Flintstones. Okay. So he had that same personality of him, kind of like stupid, kind of like a dog. Tongue like, out. Tongue out, that type of like dumb, goofy, silly, accidentally saved the day, kind of like Scooby-Doo. Mm -hmm. um, and Godzuki was like a, like a lighthearted part of the episode, mm -hmm. but then every episode they needed Godzilla to come out of the ocean and, and actually defeat <laughs> defeat the monster, and they did it every single episode. And I mean, it lasted you know a couple seasons or whatever, but it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember a lot of the um, Hanna Barbera stuff. He Man was Hanna Barbera, wasn't it? Was it? It's the same age. I don't know if it was actually made by them. Same age, like eight to ten. Uh, 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 same decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what was like some of your favorite childhood ones? Cause, uh, Cartoons? Yeah. X-Men? Uh, Spider-Man, Batman Superman Adventures. Well, those were like uh, the best of Saturday morning. X-Men came on Saturday morning at um, 11 a.m. That was after school. Oh, Ninja Turtles. Nope. It was after school. The X-Men ones that came on after school were reruns. The real ones came on at like... Mm -hmm. 11 a.m. on Saturday mornings, or 10.30, mm. 10.30, I think, Saturday mornings, at least where I was from. Yeah. Yeah, we got, um, I liked Recess, that was funny. Batman animated series. Yeah. Spider-Man. But even at that time, we were getting a little older at that point. Yeah, but it was still good. Yeah. We knew it, Batman Beyond. Because, like, when Batman animated series came out, I think I was 12 or 11. Maybe 11. I think everyone was 12 or 11. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> we're all the same age, right? I think so. I think that's how it works. Dude, you're almost 30. Yeah, and my mom and dad are 30, too. Because we're all the same age in this world. So they're, you're 30 and they're 32. Yeah. Two years <laughs> old, you can start having sex and making babies. That's, that's the old... <laughs> but things happened fast back in the day. 
That's the old Abbott and Costello joke. What? Now you've got now now you got fifty and I got fifty two. He's like, wait, count that again? He's like, alright. Blah 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 blah. Fifty. Blah 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 fifty. Now you got fifty and I got fifty two. He's like, What? He's like, I owe you a dollar. <laughs> Splitting the money. All of their jokes were the same then. Who's on first? It's always like a, this play on like mm-hmm. commonly said things. The, the whole like go ahead back out. Do you remember that one? No. It was like, um, all right, so I want you to back up. He's like, all right, so you want me to back up? And he goes, go ahead. <laughs> He's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to go ahead? Do you want me to back up? So okay, so I'm gonna back up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they also made a uh, Family Guy did a joke like that with Stewie and Brian where they had the. Um, the two-way radios, and they were doing the o- oh, over. over and right. <laughs> yeah. I need you to say over after you say something. Over. I forget. But yeah, they do that back and forth. It's such an old comedy bit. Do you, since you do comedy and stuff, do you feel like comedy has gotten worse or better? Uh... Going back to like the early stuff that you've seen and listened to on comedy records and CDs, I think it's and gotten kind of like seeing like the evolution of where I think comedy has gotten comedy's gotten a lot more aware, self aware. Because like comedy used to only be like um, joke jokes and like uh, observational stuff. And look, look to the left, hit you with the right. Yeah, just misdirection jokes. All yeah, time. like tripping over stuff, like physical humor and whatever. And there's a lot more analyzing now in comedy where it's just like... Um, and early, like in the 80s, props were big. Yeah. With like Howie Mandel and, um, and Gallagher. Yeah. Well, Carrie Todd didn't come into the 90s, right? I don't know. Maybe late 80s. But uh, the... Before the steroids, that's when it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like there's a lot more analyzing going on. And if you're not <laughs> listening to the comedy, like you could totally... What did you think of Carrot Top? Yeah, I was thinking of a Carrot Top joke about how they should go in and take away all of his comedy records that he never got because of his use of steroids. He's he, tainting the he game. You said that? No, that's just a joke I just made up. Oh. <laughs> they should go and strip him or put a, at least put a black mark in his record books oh. of uh, least amount of funniest jokes. But they should just get rid of that because he was on steroids. <laughs> and he's probably never done steroids. He probably just got jacked. He looks crazy. He got jacked, and he looks crazy, and like. It looks like he sold his soul to. To the muscle gods. <laughs> yeah, to the Mister <laughs> Universe contest. <laughs> I'm not saying his his body is. You you're thinking too much into this. <laughs> I'm not attracted to carrot top. <laughs> Quit saying it. All right, I'll admit it. I love carrot top. He's a beautiful man. It's the best comic comic ever. With the beautiful orange skin and orange hair and orange <laughs> eyes. Dude, I remember when he was a uh, guest judge on Last Comic Standing because they had a props contest. And I was like, well, I mean, what better person <laughs> to do it, to judge a props contest than the prop guy himself? I like how he's like, it's terrible. I'm going to use it in my act. <laughs> Just so they won't use it. It's terrible. Do you mind if I use it? Uh, Were any of them good? Yeah, there were some. There were some that were pretty funny. Were they always like kind of like kind of like plays on words? Yeah, yeah, yeah it always is. It has to, or else it's just, uh, yeah, I can't remember. They were all, they were all kind of, eh. But there were a couple that were pretty funny. Where you like mm-hmm. put a stool up against your butt and you go, oh, hey, look, a stool sample, that kind of thing. 
Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's all I got. up right now. Yep, that's what I'm saying. You just put a little bit of preparation into that. Put a little bit of preparation H into that. Uh, <laughs> into your butt. You Good jokes. We'll be here all night. Reverse hemorrhoids. Um. <laughs> comedy, school, video games, board games. What's your favorite board game of all time? Do you have one of all time? <sighs> um, top. What are a couple of them in your top five? I think Arkham Horror is my number Ooh, one. So good. Um, I think the theme <laughs> is really good. I think it's difficult. It has challenging gameplay that keeps you coming back. It, it's always different every time you play it. There's enough characters to always make it feel fresh. Um, and if it's if you play it enough to where it's getting too easy, you can you can adjust the difficulty on the base game where you buy expansions that make it harder. Every expansion makes it so much harder mm -hmm. and sometimes you feel extremely overwhelmed and you prevail but most of the time you lose and get your um uh, you get lost in time and space and get your mind taken away from you or you get your ass kicked you lose your sanity you go after the hospital all trying to kill the great cthulhu and his other um sea gods it's amazing they don't all come game. from the sea do they the only one that doesn't... I mean, they're all, like, interdimensional. Like, they all come from different dimensions. Yeah. But a lot of them come from a different dimension from underwater. It's so scary to think of. All, I that, think stuff, the only all one that, that stuff really happening. I think the only one that doesn't is Azathoth, which I think comes from outer space, and he's kind of like Marvel's Galactus that just spawns and eats the world. Yeah, he eats the world. Like, if you... In this game, if you... Uh, if you never played it, play it. Um, but... For the, anyone who has played it who's listening to this, out of the 16 people who listen to this, we lost a listener from before I said 17. Well, <laughs> at least we had our new high of 17. <laughs> yeah. If you get far enough in the game, then uh, the Ancient One is summoned, and that's like the big-ass big, big -ass monster you have to fight. If Azathoth is um, summoned, then you just lose. He just eats, He just devours the world. Yep, you can't even defend yourself or anything, so it doesn't... He has a negative infinity effect <laughs> on your attacks. He debuffs you by infinity, so <laughs> good luck with that fight. You can fight him if you want, but it's worthless. My modifier is infinity plus one! Yeah. <laughs> I win. Infinity plus one is just infinity. <laughs> plus one. Yeah. <laughs> infinity times infinity is infinity. Infinity's not even a number. It's just an idea. It's a concept. But it's a true concept. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can deny infinity. Because if but there's no way, real, but there's also no way you can prove it. No, you absolutely can prove it. No, because if you keep going in sequence, you'll always come up with another number. No, if you keep going, numbers end. Numbers will never end. <laughs> and there's an infinite amount of infinites. Oh, don't, don't, don't. You want to go there? Don't go there. There's an infinite amount of infinites. That's true. That's the eleventh dimension. I don't know about <laughs> dimensions. Yes, you infinites. do. You showed me a thing on dimensions one time. But the thing about infinites is that there's eleven of them, right? There's it's theory. You're right, of course. I think that's the theory that. Um, I don't think it's string theory. Well, string, string theory is like everything's connected somehow, and like. Uh, Maybe also um, plays into like chaos theory a little tiny bit. Like if you do something in Africa, then it'll affect something here and whatever. I forgot the actual mathematical reasoning into why there's eleven dimensions, but it has something to do with the gravitational constant. 
and that the, gravi the gravitational constant, if used in the sequence of certain formulas, um, mathematically shows that there should be 11 planes of existence in which that gravitational constant exists. <sighs> so it, it, it exists in our plane of existence, and it mathematically should exist in 10 others. Does that mean that it really does? I don't know. Will I ever know? I don't know. <laughs> Doug might. I won't. Because I'll probably die before him. Nah. Nah. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll go on a bender. Well, I'm younger than you. So sure. we'll make a pact that when you hit 40... If, if I'm if, not dead, I have to kill you? Yes. <laughs> But we do this at the same time. Oh, no, I, if I kill you, you won't be able to find out. Right. So you just kill me. <laughs> and then I kill myself? Yeah. In this situation, there are, are no infinites. <laughs> In this situation, there's no infinites because we go away. Yeah, I'm, I'm not infinite. <laughs> but the amount of space between two hair follicles is... Shut your damn mouth. Did you read that somewhere? Was it YouTube? It is from me watching something from YouTube, but it's because if you take a measurement, let's say you take an inch. Well, let's not do an inch because not everybody in the world uses inches. Let's use 10 centimeters. Okay. If you break it down into millimeters, you have, you know, X amount of millimeters. What is it? A hundred? Yeah. It's 10 to 10, to 10 right? Yeah. And then um, you can always take a fraction of the millimeter. You can always go a fraction smaller. So let's say you cut the space of a centimeter in half, and you do that, and you keep going. And let's say that you have a pen that has the f a fine enough tip to be able to keep making the line, that half hash mark, each time, you can infinitely do it. You can always go infinitely smaller of a fraction. You can go to one half. You can go to one fourth. You can go to one eighth. You can go to one sixteenth. You can go to one thirty second. You can go to one. Um, what about salt? One sixty four. You you can just keep going. You can keep cutting it. What do you mean salt? You can't cut a grain a, a little pebble thing of salt. Yes, you can. An what? infinite amount of times. Yeah, that's a, the most compressed it can be. You can't cut it any smaller, right? Yes, you could. If Do you want you, to fight me right now? If you shrink yourself down to the point where you were equal equal size to that thing of salt, mm -hmm. you could shave it off each each little section. You think so, but you go to cut you it and it explodes. You make it infinitely smaller. It explodes. This is explodes. Yeah. You're cutting the cosmic cube the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to the Tesseract. Uh, oh, we talked about that earlier today. Oh, hey, Avengers. Let's call it a Tesseract instead of a Cosmic Cube. What the fuck? I don't know. Call it a Cosmic Cube. You think at some point in the comics they may have called it a Tesseract? I don't think they do. Well, maybe. Oh, yeah. Back to about the Avengers and stuff. Like, I think I'm, I'm excited for the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but it, it's only... We never talked about it here. That I know. We before. talked about this before the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy because it's still a lead into Avengers 2 and eventually Avengers 3. Um, so they, they show the collector in the preview for Guardians of the Galaxy, played by Benicio Del Toro. And I think that I think that he will play a good collector, even though he's playing someone um, 
that's supposed to be older than what he is. Um, they wanted him to have strength and power and stuff, and which is different to what they did in X Men when they made Magneto so feeble so and old weak. And yeah. But then they made his power strong. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time in X Men One, like he, oh, I can barely send my essence out that far. I'm gonna need Rogue. For some reason, a rogue is a big, huge conduit. That was never in the comics. <laughs> For some reason, she's an amplifier of power. I mean, that was the baby from Heroes. That wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't rogue. Rogue takes your power. Yes, it doesn't mean that she can exert the force with greater force than you had. Wait, who is the original bearer? Was she holding of the on ability. to him or making him hold on to her? I forget. He had her locked down on the thing, forcing her hands on those orbs that was sending the magnetism through them and generating out of the Statue of Liberty. Oh. Thanks, Brian Singer. <laughs> Ruined Sabretooth as a character as well. <sighs> but I digress away from the terrible trilogy that was excellent and ended up making another bad <laughs> prequel slash quadrequel <laughs> quadrilogy quadrilogy <laughs> uh, what is a four what is a four movie uh, series ah. yeah it's a cop out what is the Sherlock series one through three because what like season five would be a five-logy and then no that would be a pentology wouldn't it or a pentaveret <laughs> That's I don't a think word. That's it. I think that is a word because they say it in uh, Sarah Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, do, let's go back to the collector thing. We're all over the place. Right, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so the the character of the collector is like a much older person, and he was given a lot of power early in the universe of Marvel Universe, and he was mm-hmm. given a lot of power, um, but doesn't really seem to be acting like as in like a with any like malicious intent, really. Um, we'll probably see it though. But, like, from what I've read is that, um, like, as he is aged and has been around for so long, like, he has a quest for, like, he wants to gather all these things that are, have immense power, but, like, I don't know how they're going to tie in. I haven't read the comics and stuff, but on how they're going to link, like, is he collecting them for himself or is he collecting them specifically for Thanos? And, um... The Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, the, for the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> for the Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> um, I think he's collecting them for Thanos. That's, but, my, that's my guess. So the plot in Guardians of the Galaxy is that there's, like, this, like, little... I thing. don't know. There's don't a little, tell me. It's just the general plot. Okay. It's the general plot. <laughs> so in the preview, you see him go up and grab that little orb thing. And he goes, he's like, he's oh, like who is that? He's like, he's Star like I'm Lord. Star-Lord. He's like, yeah. who is that? He's like, Star-Lord, man. Star-Lord. That thing. According to who? So he's coming to get that little that little emblem of power, and that's one of the power stones for the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. So the whole movie is them securing the stone, but something's going to happen, and they're going to end up losing it at the very end or something, mm-hmm. and it's going to fall into the hands of the Collector, or it's going to fall into the hands of Thanos in some way. And then way. we're going to hear, Ah, goo, 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 feeling. <laughs> so, like, I'm, like, I'm only seeing it as a transitional movie. Because, like, I'm not a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never read their comics. There was never a I read one, I, it was I cool. read or anything. But I'm not opposed to the idea of it. I think it's oh. going to be an entertaining movie for two hours of sitting there and watching it. Yeah. Am I going to pay money to see the theater? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's going to be good. Um, I went to the comic book store where they do comedy in the back, you know, up in L.A. Yeah. And um, I asked if they had any Guardians of the Galaxy comics from, like, 
from the 90s because the one that I have, like, it was really cool and I wanted to read more and they didn't. And I was like, dang it. And I was like, do you guys have any Carnage comics? Like, just, like, any Carnage storylines, maybe in Spider-Man? And um, they didn't, not even in, like, any trade paperbacks. And I was like, oh, dang it. Do you guys have any, do you guys have Axbox or Axe Cop book five? Because that's the only one I don't have so far. And they didn't have it either. And I was like, damn it. You Are you a comic book store? <laughs> you, or did I walk into a... Do you guys have any comics? And they're just like, uh, sorry. No. They're like, sorry, this is linens and things. <laughs> or or the like all the comics that are on the racks, it's just like science and math books and stuff. I'm like, what is this place? And then all of the racks fall down and then the doors shut and then I'm just like taken off into this orb into space. <laughs> That's not having that how I took it. I, I mentioned that all the doors locked and they're like, you're in a Christian bookstore. <laughs> Ah! No! We finally got you! <laughs> Mormon convert! Activate! <laughs> Snake Lake activate! <laughs> Snake Lake activate! That's from Suburbia, another board game we played last night. So you're, you're going to miss a lot of board games that, that we have, that we've collected over a long period of time. Yep, I'm going to write I'm gonna write a list of all the ones I need to get. And slowly get them back. Yep. There's some of them where I'm like, I'll play that again at some point. That was a good thing about like us buying them and you and us playing them and being like, well, you know, it wasn't that good. Yeah. And just so we know like what isn't good. You guys can give me those. Just give them to me. Um. (laughs) Gloom. The Cthulhu gloom. All of gloom. I don't. I don't find gloom that fun. I think. I think it's kind of like a cool concept, everything, but like to put the storytelling elements into it, it slows it way down. But that's, that's what but, makes it fun. But that's what makes it fun. So yeah. then to actually play it, you have to slow the game down a lot. Yep. And if you're playing with four to five people, it takes so yeah, damn good long. Luck. I think it's a good three-player game, probably. Four at the max. But three is like... Because two, like, that could still be fun because it's one like one person interacting with another and like but all these different characters But it doesn't give you enough angles stuff. of strategy. Because three yeah. gives you a little bit more breathing room for your strategies. Yeah, and it gives another person to fuck over. Or, or impregnate. <laughs> There's impregnation of the game. Spoiler alert, impregnation. Yeah, Strata Hunters, nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think for the most part, you'll probably just miss the social interaction with the group. Yeah, because it was a bit Each it was week. A good, good and it's expected. And it's expected every Friday, you know, hanging out with the group. Game night. It, I, I would tell people, like, oh, I can't do things on Fridays because it's game night. Like, yeah. I, would, I would set up podcasts and stuff, and they, they were like, what's your availability? And I'm like, well, Monday through Thursday, and then, like, for Saturday um, and Sunday. Because Friday's game night. I can't. Like, yeah. You know. And then some Saturdays I couldn't because of the, our apartment comedy show. Or going up to L.A. or whatever was yeah, happening. Yeah, sometimes I was gone for the yeah. weekend, but even if I was leaving for the weekend, I'd usually be there for game night. Um, it was pretty consistent. Good times. You guys are going to miss me. You're gonna miss me. There's gonna be a lot of jokes about you when of you're course. gone. There's gonna be so many. I think Shadowhunters Nothing Happens has already made its way to the... Well, if we ever want to annoy Tim, we know what to say. <laughs> Just like everybody has a thing that you can do. like Because we've played every... We've played against each other every Friday for like the last year. So it's like... Just about. It's been a while. So then you know like these little things that bother people. Like I have a little touch of like OCD problem. It's not like it's even a fully fledged OCD, but I can't stand like disorganized things that should be squared. So if something has like, <laughs> like, like a deck of cards that gets scrambled up, I, they have to be squared. It has to be a squared deck of cards. Yeah, it's so funny. So if, if someone's annoyed by me, they can just mess up the cards and I just want to murder them. Yeah. It just murders his brain. 
Dude, yeah, it was it was about a year ago when we started the game group because um, when we went to RPG free RPG day last year, it was after we had already been playing, it had had the group going. Yeah, we did because we were kind of like looking to see what kind today. of other RPGs were available at the time. Mm-hmm. That was right when we were considering doing the D and D campaign, I yep. believe. And Jen and Tim had the, she had her card, and then we talked about him, took to him about Starflux and the. Zombie Flux and convince them to get Star Flux. Yeah, I I think that's kind of like where I'm looking right now, and like at least where my mind is. With, I I like playing board games a lot, and I think that making a board game could be a lot of fun for me. What would be the best thing about making a board game? Um, or making something and having other people appreciate it, because you can generalize that into any kind of like media. Yeah, that works for any kind of creativity. Yeah. That like any kind of like facet of creativity. I, I feel like making something that works really well, mm-hmm. like a systematic game where all the all the pieces work well and they're all it's all associated and it's conveyed, the story's conveyed through uh, the theme plus the gameplay. I want the gameplay to match the theme of the game as well. Yeah. Um, like let's let's just you know shoot something out in the dark. If it's a game where if it's a game where you're playing as gunslingers and you're trying to like shoot each other mm-hmm. as a gunslinger game, you want the the action in which you shoot be to be like draw you know that kind of thing where you're both laying down at the same time or something to where it's yeah. to where it's like that high noon moment where it's like did he get me or did i get him with that little bit of could be like, with dice yeah it could happen with dice it could happen with cards like how are you going to do it but you need that kind of that feeling to transcend into the theme or the theme transcend into the, like either way you need them both to work together yeah but i think the most important thing for me or the most fun part would be making something that works really well that I enjoy playing myself. Not not just to make money, but just yeah. so I can play with my friends. I don't yeah. even have to make money off of it. Just making it and enjoying it with my friends. And I mean, then you'd have then, to make something off of it to be able to make it for other people. Otherwise, you're just making enough to make one board game for yourself. Well, I mean, you can, you can make a cheap board game for yourself yeah. like for like 20 bucks. Like, yeah. You can make a really cheap board game that works, but to make it pretty, you're going to have to put some money into it. Yeah, which it's going to be totally worth it in the long run. Self-publishing, I hear that's where it's like Kickstarter. Well, if you think about like, yeah, Kickstarter and then like, for board games like we were talking about um, last night with the game Star Citizen, mm-hmm. like them making $42 million off of private funding. Crowdfunding, yeah. Like from people that are going to play the game, yeah. not from like investors that want to invest in selling yep. the game, yep. which is so different than what we are used to a decade ago. Where there was yeah, there no way the public could have any kind of say so other than the previous games that movies they or like yeah like a decade ago twenty years ago it was like yeah you want to make it like make it yourself well independent movies got big in the nineties with um, well Sundance Film Film Festival yeah. was just so big then and then um, it was probably just starting out then but I remember the channel came out in the late nineties the IFC channel really no the Sundance channel. There was, there was both channels. IFC channel was... Independent there. film channel. And then there was... And then there was, was also late a 90s? Sun, I don't know, because I don't think we had cable then. It was, it was hovering around the year 2000. I mean, I lived with my, I lived with my parents yeah. when, I, when we had it. So this was last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm 18 again, friends. You don't know how old I am. I'm turning 30. It was mentioned earlier in the podcast. You should be paying attention. There's notes... You should be taking them. There's a quiz next Friday during his next podcast. This will release uh, after your birthday, I think. Happy birthday to Doug. <laughs> he keeps saying it's his birthday this month. 
Yeah, it's my birthday month. And his birthday is months in December, and it's June. It's my birthday. It's and my birthday because I'm leaving. And my birthday is in two weeks, so it's completely diminishing the worth of my birthday. <laughs> I feel like a piece of shit. Uh, no, you don't. Give me back my birthday, Doug. Give it back to me. Quit it's not stealing yours. my birthday. Cyberbully. Uh, they banned that, you know. Can't be a cyberbully anymore. It gets better, okay, Josh? You know what's stupid about cyberbullies? <laughs> Leave that forum. Don't post that comment. If you don't want someone to say, that was a stupid comment. Yeah. Don't set yourself up to be attacked. People, or, people will make fun of you for anything that you write. And also, like, anything. if you give, if you pay any credence to what the cyberbully was saying, it eggs them on and, like, gives them, allows them to be like, oh, this is making a mad, I'm going to make a matter. The only way that I, like, don't, agree with it is when it's like oh that person knows that person from school and is like harassing them on their wall on yeah. facebook yeah just constantly because then you can't you escape can block it. them yeah then you just block them and you're good yeah shadow hunters nothing I mean, happens <laughs> I mean, they, could, they could at that point could they he wouldn't be able to even access your friends list no so like they he can't even go to you any of your friends you can block them completely and make fun of you to your friends because that'd be what i would do if i was a bully and you blocked me, and I was actually, if I had access to your friends, I'm going to start bullying all of your friends about you. You know why? Because I'm a better bully than you are. You didn't even think about it, did you? You're just be like, well, just leave him alone. He stopped me. No, find out where he lives. Bully him at his house. <laughs> Push You're him around in front of his parents and dominate in front of his parents. What are you going to do, bully? Quit? Quitter? Cry, baby? <laughs> Get back out there. Bully him up. <laughs> Little piece of shit. <laughs> Show you how it's done. <laughs> Queer bait. Mm. <laughs> That's how you heard that. Queer bait. Queer bait. That was in like a 90s term. All that means is you're an attractive human being. Yeah, you're just an attractive man. <laughs> shit, I wish I was queer bait. But girls can be queer too. Like they'll call... Like, no, women are just attractive to everyone. <laughs> it's not gay. They're just attractive. <laughs> I feel like guys are proportional. Like, if you cut a woman down the middle, I mean, some, you know, the, the boob sizes are always different. Some girls' are left, is, <laughs> left is different from the right. But you have some really good symmetry in a woman. But a dude, it's like, well, if you cut him right down the middle, you have one half that doesn't have a penis and one that your left half has a penis. Because <laughs> you always hang to the left. Unless you're left-handed, then maybe it hangs to the right. <laughs> but women have symmetry. Women, men look kind of weird. Because yeah. we have like an extra appendage. We have floppy bodies. Yeah. Women are hot. Men are not. <laughs> I will put that on my wall. I'm going to make that bumper sticker. Try bullying me about that. Honk if you like chicks. How about that one? <laughs> Get a lot of honks. Yeah. Honk, honk. Ah, uh, boobs. <laughs> Boob joke. <laughs> But yeah, uh, this was more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. Let's see how long we've been going. Whoa. Hour and 45 minutes. Well, I guess we should end it here. Yeah. As long as hell. I didn't realize we went that long. <laughs> you can end it here. Um, but yeah, I mean, good luck in LA, and I hope I hope the best for you. Thanks, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to go, and I'm like, I'm going to miss the crap out of you guys. Well, it's, it's one of those... It's one of those moments where, like, it's one of those edges of a cliff type of feeling where you're going to get that, like, exhilarating, like, like, skydiving feeling, like, that exhilaration of, like, jumping into something new. Yeah. And it's it's also huge, 
very huge for me because it's where I need to be for what I want to do. And it's also like, it's, it's a whole different world than here. It's a whole new world, a brand new place I never knew. <laughs> Disney reference. Spoilers, Aladdin. Spoiler alert, Shadowhunters, nothing happens. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert, Aladdin 2, Return of Jafar. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, Bar- um, Barbarella 2, Return of Chess Hair Guy. Oh my gosh, you guys Spoiler alert. Anyone who's watching this who still hasn't looked up Barbarella and added it to your Netflix list or queue or whatever you want to call it, do that right now. Because you will... You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself and everyone else that you know. And your friends. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But I think that in LA, I feel like you going up there is is better for you because that is what you want to do. And I think staying here with... I mean, with Tyler and I, we're like homebodies and and we're introverted and we don't really like to go out all the time and socialize and social network and, and get our feelers out there for all these new people in our lives. Well, and also, like, I have, I want to do stand-up, and I want to, like, write TV shows, and I want to be in them and stuff, and it's like, I can't do that if I'm here. You can't constantly drive up there. Yeah. And plus, if, you're, if your full-time, 40 hours a week job is keeping you away from those places as well, yep. you can't have that 40-hour work week bogging you down. So you just have to go up there, get a job that's in... In similar yeah. vicinity of what you want to do mm-hmm. so you can intermingle with some of the same people and then um and then go from there because like like you said like if you're doing stand-up and let's say you're going there and you're starting to do stand-up like three days a week but you don't have to spend any gas money and you're walking place to place to, oh to yeah do it. it sounds amazing keep saying it keep saying it um what am, am i am i driving there do i have to find parking you're getting you're getting more feedback <laughs> faster than before instead of getting feedback once a week once a week, sometimes it. a couple times a month, because sometimes I wouldn't have the our apartment comedy show, and I'd had to. Or like there was some nights <laughs> where you had only comedians here, and you had no actual real crowd yeah. to um, to judge your jokes. So this gives you a little bit of a better feel. There's more people in LA. There's gonna be different people there mm-hmm. at every time that you go. There's gonna be some people that are gonna be the same. Yeah. But um, but for the most part, I think it is way better for you to be in LA than here. Because here is kind of a little bit more laid back and chill. Yeah, it's very laid back and chill. It's right down my alley. <laughs> I, I enjoy the. I love this part of San California Diego. so far. Been here for five years. So great. Five. Yeah. I thought you moved here in two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. So four years. Well, it's four and a half years. Oh total, yeah. But like I was running up. Did you and Gary move out here in the I'm, March? January, it was, huh? It was January, January. for January second, yeah. two thousand ten. Tyler moved out here in like March or May or something. He was here like one of the M, one of the M months. He was here like a year and a half before me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I moved here like dead middle of winter, and I'm like, this is winter, awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, let's end it here. Um, check out. Oh yeah, that's stuff I do in the intro. Do you have any? <laughs> oh wait, what's your Twitter? Tell people your Twitter. Um, I'm not sure what it is. I think it's Leper360, at Leper360. I don't even have my phone. You have your phone. But you have me as a Twitter friend if you wanted to look it up. Yeah. Josh Hornsby, everyone. At, I'm pretty sure it's at Leper360. That's all, that's your stuff. That's your yeah. thing. It's my, it's my deal. Yeah, because you're not a leper. You're, you're a human. Turn my life around. <laughs> oh, damn it. That's what it's all about. That's yeah. why I made that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Turned your life around. Yeah, like how much, like if you're a leper and you turn your life around, hell, that's the, that's the best thing that could ever happen you to you. You did a full life. 360. 
Yeah, you did a full 360. A leopard 360. Isn't the isn't the term you did a full 180? Oh, 180 is actually turning yourself around. A 360 is turning yourself completely around. Okay. And starting back where you were again. Okay. Being a leper, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn it, now I gotta get leopard 180. And when I made that name, like, <laughs> I thought I misspelled it. Because I spell it L-E-P-E-R. Yeah. Which is the proper spelling of leper. Mm-hmm. But then when you look up leperism, it's spelled up. It's spelled completely different than the singular noun. Really? Le- like leprosy? That well, leprosy. I think. Well, like leprosy, L-E-P. but yes. So like, it's not spelled how you expect. So it's like L E P R A C E or A C Y. I think it's L E P R A C Y. It's weird. Leprosy, and then if you are a leper, it's L E P E R. Okay. Yep. It's really weird. Yep. I think that's how you spell it. Any grammar fags out there, don't hit me up on lepers. Twitter about that. Lepers, everyone. Any lepers out there, don't give me any hate mail. Uh, don't don't send them fingers in the mail or anything. Oh, man. Just, you can get leprosy that way, right? It, it's drop okay. Appendage? It'll just fall on dead ears. Uh, <laughs> like, that's supposed to be deaf ears? Yeah. Dead ears. Dead ears. Because they're leprosy. Because their ears fell off of their face. Rotten flesh. Uh, we should end it there. Rotten flesh. <laughs> Remember when I made that baby necklace earlier? Yeah. It wasn't a real baby. It was a theoretical real baby. I'm not weird. We Doug went, was laughing about it. Oh, we went real dark. Real dark. Real fast. And it was great. It was... I mean, dark humor is there to make us laugh about terrible things. Yeah, go World Cup. <laughs> Brazil.